This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, November 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. U.S. takes hard line on Canada's dairy. Lighthizer on the job in Asia. Gottlieb, U.S. losing the war on opioids. Dairy is sure to be in the spotlight as the next and fifth round of the beleaguered talks to renegotiate the North American Free Trade Agreement begins in Mexico City on November 17th. It was the final moments of the fourth round that U.S. negotiators dropped a controversial proposal that Canada roll back all of its tariffs on U.S. dairy over a 10-year period. That, according to Canadian sources close to the negotiations. The proposal is seen as an assault to those in the Canadian dairy and labor sectors, and it's certain to be the topic of intense discussion when U.S., Mexican, and Canadian officials convene this month for what's planned to be the final round of talks this year. An initial U.S. proposal on Canadian dairy protections takes aim at the country's pricing mechanisms that block U.S. ultra-filtered milk, and it stirred up a significant amount of opposition. The latest proposal is worse, said Canadian officials who predicted it would devastate the country's farmers because tariffs as high as 300% keep out the bulk of exports from the U.S. The U.S. does export hundreds of millions of dollars of dairy products to Canada every year, but those sales are mostly limited to a program that allows in dairy only if it can be shown that the product is later shipped out of the country in a product like yogurt. Lighthizer on the job in Asia. Improving the U.S. trade relationship with Asian countries is the primary goal during President Donald Trump's 12-day trip through Asia, but he has a lot on his agenda. There's golfing with Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe and a visit to the National Cemetery in Seoul to honor fallen soldiers, just to name a couple. That's why it's a good thing that U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer will be along for the entire trip, that according to government officials speaking with AgriPulse. U.S. ag groups are still smarting from Trump's decision to pull out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership, but Lighthizer has pledged to work toward forging bilateral deals with some of the TPP countries like Japan and Vietnam, both of which will be visited during this trip. Of course, one person who ag groups would really like to see negotiating with the Japanese, Chinese, Koreans, and Vietnamese is Greg Dowd, the nominee to be USTR's chief agriculture negotiator. Dowd, who has very vocal support from groups like the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and the American Soybean Association, had his nomination approved by the Senate Finance Committee, but still needs full Senate approval before he can officially start pushing for increased market access for U.S. farm goods. Gottlieb, U.S. losing the war on opioids. Food and Drug Administration Commissioner Scott Gottlieb says the opioid epidemic has always been five steps ahead of us over the past 10 to 15 years, and the FDA needs to take more dramatic and much more intrusive action to tame the drug scourge that has claimed hundreds of thousands of lives, many of those in rural America. The FDA has already made several changes in response to the crisis, he told the National Press Club audience Friday, including commissioning a study to gauge the risk of abusing an often prescribed painkiller known as oxymorphone. Gottlieb said, if the scientific results of this study demonstrate that this ingredient has qualities that make it more likely to be abused, FDA will consider taking regulatory action that could limit patient exposure to oxymorphone. 
Another possible step would be to call on specialists such as dentists and orthopedic surgeons to come up with guidelines regarding proper dispersing. Gottlieb said, and then we incorporate that into labeling, and we use that as a way to help manage what gets dispersed for different clinical indications. Renewable fuel sector to air ad thinking Trump. As the debate heats up over the renewable fuel standard, a coalition of farm and fuel groups and companies are taking to the airwaves to thank President Trump. They want to publicly remind him of his professed support for ethanol and other renewable fuels. Trump is shown saying family farms are the backbone of this country and we are going to protect the renewable fuel standard. That in a 30-second ad that will air today on Fox News. The ad airs as Texas Senator Ted Cruz and several others hold the nomination of Bill Northey hostage in an effort to water down the RFS, which they say is too onerous for petroleum refiners. Northey is nominated to be the USDA Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation. Cruz told reporters last week that the hold on the nomination will remain indefinitely as he negotiates with the White House and pro-RFS lawmakers. Emily Score, CEO of Growth Energy, a member of the Fuels America Coalition that's funding the ad, said, Refining executives seem to think that attacking the president will undermine his support for rural jobs and homegrown fuels, but he's consistently sided with voters across the rural heartland. Lucas I's new chairman position, but in which committee? Oklahoma representative and former chairman of the House Agriculture Committee, Frank Lucas, could get the top spot on either the Financial Services or Science, Space, and Technology Committees. Lucas said he'd be happy with either one. Retiring representatives Lamar Smith and Jeb Hensarling are opening up the top spots on the House Science and Financial Services Committees. House Agriculture Committee is generally considered one of the least politically divisive panels. Lucas said he would bring that mentality to whichever job he takes. He told reporters Friday, Look at how I handle the Ag Committee through the Farm Bill process, a more conventional legislative process drawing input from all sides. I would argue that whether it's the financial services or science, returning to that more traditional mode of legislating would be good for both committees. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, November 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.